it's time to adjust those shoulder pads, back comb what's left of your hair, and jump into the DeLorean for a look back at what's possibly the best decade anyone could ever have grown up in. Shall we play a game? This is Bring Back the 80s with your hosts, James Alderson and me, Andy Jackson. Happy, Happy New Year! Year. Oh, oh, mine worked. Yes. Oh, I smell it. Oh, that's a good one. Is that's it? a proper oh, good crikey. one. Hello. They've <laughs> got a smoke machine. Get off your face on that one. Yeah. Oh, dear. They used to have, in the 80s, they had it written on the bottom, don't touch your face, <laughs> which I always thought was disastrous. Party uh, poppers, keep away from eyes and ears. Do not dismantle. See package for instructions. Yeah. But it did used to be like, what does that say? And your mate would pull it. And uh, yeah, you're always a delight. Um, yeah, may contain beer. Um, uh, obviously, you drink quite a lot over Christmas and New Year. Who would have known? Who would have thought? <coughs> <coughs> and I've still got a cold and cough. Um, <coughs> still on the on the old Listerine, the tunes, the Lemsip, and Night Nurse. Night Nurse, Night Nurse. Have you done the Night Nurse today for the daytime, or are you saving the Night Nurse for the night time? Oh. I might have done the night nurse in the daytime. Rookie error. Um, no, I've got the pedal car outside. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. <laughs> that I got for Christmas along with this. Do you remember this? Look at that. What a gift. Wonderful. You're forking on your microphone with the box. Oh no. Move that away from you there for a second. It's a, it's a, it's a scramble device. To explain it, talk us through it, especially for those people who can't see it. James, describe it. It's what a grandstand scramble. You got the little joystick the controller, the bomb and the missiles. And, uh, it, you know, it's one of the many grandstands. I don't know, grandstands always confused me as a kid. Um, I always thought, what, like the football show? Um, but it isn't. At all. This, it looks like it's got a TV screen, but it's, there's no TV screen on that at all, is there? Uh, I don't know. It's like a fake... Yeah, TV but it is a space. Yeah. It's like a Space yeah. Invaders esque sort yeah. of style game. And, uh, yeah, it was absolutely brilliant, absolutely great. And they came out with so many different... It's got the leaflet in there, look, mini arcade grandstand. Uh, came out with so many different games, a handheld electric games grandstand. Real, a real uh, success story. And, uh, yeah, great Christmas present. Thank you, Santa. I've, got a, I've just got a mental image of you one day going to Antiques Roadshow with Scramble there, <coughs> turning it up and mm. having it proudly displayed in there. Funnily enough, in the recent eighth Antiques Roadshow, which I watched because I'm old, um, they did do a whole episode on to toys and electric games and stuff. And so, yeah, it might not be in the too distant future, Andy, that I rock up with all my stuff and say, please, save my marriage. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you need to keep that, keep that episode that you watched on VHS so you can show that to your wife yep. every time you have to justify yeah. your latest car boot purchase. Yes. But one day, this is going to be worth a million. It's becoming less and less available at car boots. That's the upsetting, well, the, the yeah, upsetting thing. You find the rare person that still doesn't appreciate the value of it and has got it sat on the end of their uh, trestle table um, next to their wooden spoons and their porcelain dolls. Are you one of the people who goes to the car boot sales and you will be the first one in there no. as people are unpacking like a, <laughs> like a vulture? <coughs> I'll never forget. <coughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky that I... I'm still collecting things that most people don't want. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I could go up at the end and say, how much do you want for the, the NatWest Piggy? And they go, oh, God, four quid, yeah. yeah. I go, great, thank you. Um, no, we're in that window now. Over the next few years, I think it's going to just tip over the edge and I'm going to end up really struggling to find some stuff, which is why, luckily, 
I'm buying it. Now. You're absolutely there. I don't forget the first time I went to like a big, one of the big car beat sales on the outskirts of London, and I didn't realise it was one of the major, major ones. And I was just getting rid of some some CDs and bits and bobs, and I never realised quite how aggressive the professional car boot yeah. buyers yeah. could be. Literally, I was taking stuff out the back of the car. They were there. Yeah. How much you want for this, mate? How much you want for this, mate? Stuck up. I thought I was, my mind was blown. I never went back ever since. Hey, have you got any gold? you got loads of it, mate. <laughs> Too much of it, in fact. You can't You can't move in this car for gold. Excuse me. I reckon by the time we've uh, by the time we've uh, edited out as much coughing as we can on this, each each of these mini podcasts is going to be a tiny mini podcast. No, tiny, no, tiny mini. Just to let you know what's going on as well, just in case you're wondering, uh, with a couple of sort of like mini podcasts, uh, just to tide you over between now and uh, and the new. Well, we're in the new year. Yeah, yeah. Now in January is yeah. the word I was looking for. That's the word. We're taking a short break for January and then we're going to be coming back with season two. Season, season two. two. The sequel. <laughs> the sequels never work. Um, no, there is. Back to the Future, obviously. Best sequel of all time. Um, but yes, yeah. And and if people do want to have little top-ups and remind themselves of how beautiful a podcast is, is handy, then of course they can go back and watch all the extra episodes and extra bits on the end of episodes by subscribing for 99 little pennies. 99 pence. You can't go wrong for 99 pence. So all those Brucey bonus bits as well. That uh, maybe you've still yet to sample. Yeah. Just head over to the website, bringbacktheagespodcast.com. Opens it all up. 99p, piece of cake is so easy. Yeah. Even us two old coughing men can manage to do it. <coughs> Did you want to have a slip into my um, lunchbox surprise? James, James, James. James's special lunchbox surprise. James's special lunchbox surprise. <laughs> Look at this. So the Transformers lunchbox is out. Yes. Inside. Well, it's all about New Year's and it's all about, um, you know, that time between Christmas oh, and New Year. And I know because of the way you are, about now you'll be playing that Ferrero Rocher jingle about now when this plays back. Because it's all about the Ferrero Rocher. During Christmas and New Year, New Year's Day, people coming over, you've got extra, so much of extras left over that you've got to get through. I was hoping that they would be on a tray, James. Well, they're in a lunchbox. I think that's better, isn't it? I think the advert would work so much better if they just walked out of the lunchbox. And what are these? (coughs) Ice gems. Ice gems and and some party rings, but they're in little little sizes. Now, I can see something that's definitely changed since the 80s as well, because back in the 80s, there was no such thing as calories. No. Back in the 80s... There was no such thing as as people eating too much of the wrong kind of food. No, no, exactly. We were, all, we were all skinny all the time in the 80s, but now they have to put a little calorie count on this saying 92 killer calories. And of course, the word is in the killer. Yes, it, it is. All killer, no bit. filler. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we can always taste them because obviously you've got these things left over. I'm having a real, real trouble here with my me, me earpiece. I might have to leave it. Um, leave, it, leave it dangling. Leave it dangling. That's what I tell you. Um, so, yeah, we've got ice gems. And I don't know. They don't look the same. Do you remember ice gems? I do remember them. But they certainly smell the same, though. Mm. I would say they smell the same. I think they've got smaller, as most things do. But this one is a little tiny... Basically, oh. it's a little tiny biscuit with a bit of sugar on the top they of it. They don't taste the same at all. A lot sweeter. Are they vegan, though? Ooh, that's, a, Christ. that's the most important. They've got a real chemical kick to them at the end of it. It says on here, natural flavourings. 
No artificial colours or no. flavours, so there's your mistake straight away. You see, that's the problem. Mm. Fill it with artificial... Do you like them? Oh, it's got a weird taste to it in the end. No, it's almost like... They don't taste the way I remember them. No. But it almost tastes of um, meringue. Well, I guess that's what that is, really. Is it? Maybe. I don't know. Party rings. I'll give them a spin because I I always used to like a party ring. Party rings and ice gems were pretty pretty standard. Fair, weren't they, for the old... uh... Now, these have got tiny. Well, yeah, but there is a little... There are mini... The mini ones. They're the same. Yeah. They're lovely. Mm. For the ice gems, no thanks. No, thank you. Not, not too shabby. No. At all. Nice. It's not nice too. to have the little party party foods. Um, Ferrero Rocher is I was never a fan. Help yourself for Ferrero Rocher. Oh, well, mate. Am I allowed to open the box? Oh, yeah. It's oh. not an 80s box. I'm not going to... Uh, I never know, James, because I nearly opened something once. And I know. You went mental. Well... I'm 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 easily mentalised. They've made these childproof, haven't they? They have. So you yeah. Oh, then here we go. Here we go. You're in. Back then. I'm in there. Right. There we go. You have to let me know if they've changed. I don't think I ever tasted an original one. See, they've made them this <laughs> childproof to get in. It's like bloody. <coughs> you need your Shannon hair Shannon on with you, isn't it? It's like. <laughs> you right, Andy? Did you want the Ferrero Rocher? Ooh. Are you going to have one? I've never had one, so I don't, don't know. Don't tell me you've never had a Ferrero I, I really don't think I've ever had one. What was it? You've never had one before of, of the other day when we were doing a podcast. Oh, and you, don't know. You, you think you'd said, I've never had one of these before. Anyway, here we go. This is where we find out you're allergic to hazelnuts. Oh, it's got hazelnut in it. Is it? Oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's not my cup of tea, you see. I like I like it just chocolate. Bits of chocolate, not mm. fast. Fruit and nut bars, no thanks. All that gubbins. Nice. As you remember it? Every bit as nice as I remember. Is it? Yeah. yeah okay, okay. Well, that's all right then, isn't it? Don't they change it? I don't think they're no. vegan or whatever. Do they have do they have do they still have adverts for Ferrero Rocher on the telly? I believe they do, but only at Christmas time. With the jingles. <laughs> oh yeah, with the music. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I'll have to look out for that. So this happy time of the year, yeah. Do you remember, you know, now now when it's New Year's Eve, uh, we've got all the big spectacular outside broadcasts from Australia, yeah, from Thames and everything, yeah. Olden day TV back in the nineteen eighties. So this is heading into New Year's Eve, and you might have been allowed as a child to stay up to see the New Year's Eve. In this is what they put on the TV for us to look forward to. New Year's Eve 1980s style. Now, to take us into 1986, here's the New Year show. Now that is pretend outdoors they're in. Yeah. And as a child, what could be more disappointing than people doing Scottish dancing yeah. in a pretend outdoor studio? Yeah. And that is the you know, that is what we stayed up to, to watch. I think that was the Gay Gordon they were doing there was as that well. The <laughs> <laughs> no, that was him singing there. No, it was um yeah. A, a little touch of Benny Hill about that, wasn't there? A little bit um, but completely unironically. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. yeah, I think um yeah, New Year's Eve was always one of those times as a kid where 
I think you touched on it in the last episode. It all seemed a bit pointless. Yeah. It was always fancy dress. I don't know if it was for you, but there was always some fancy dress involved. I know they dabble with it these days, but it was always sort of like an accepted thing. You'd dress as a pirate or something. Your granddad would black up when they do something, <laughs> and, and you're like, "Oh, crikey!" And the time you're like, "Oh, look at him!" But now it's like, oh, that's, that's where racism used to generally. How many it wasn't racism? It used to it just used to be genuinely funny. Yeah, anything to do with any other race, anything <laughs> to do with any other culture. Yeah, we had no inkling, no, of what was going on. So that, we didn't realise. Obviously, now we do realise. Yes. That we were obviously being incredibly horrific. Yeah. Horrific. And you look back at the photos, you're like, who is that? <laughs> no, no, that's Barbara. That's your Auntie Barbara. Remember what I was saying in the last in, the Mohicans. In the, in the last one, it's the isn't it a shame that there's no video of us from the eighties? <laughs> yeah. Probably We'd all be cancelled, yeah. wouldn't we? Yeah. I, I think I remember I was in Treasure Island and um there was a lot of uh, face pain going on there. And um it's uh, and, and that was it, that was the eighties. I had a fake eye patch and fake leg, and uh, and, a, and a parrot or something was going on. Um, in my, he was my assistant's pet um, on my shoulder, um, just helping out. But yeah, it, we do. It was also unthought about. That was the thing. We never considered what we were doing with fancy dress. It was always just you go as that one and go. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. Never thought about it. Never theme. There was never a theme. No. No. Never a theme. But you never thought if it was wrong or right either. No. So it was like, just chuck it on. Get that dressed like that. You know, and then your auntie would turn up in stockings and suspenders and a basque for a laugh. You know, you're like, what's happening here? <laughs> oh, she's a she's from Moulin Rouge, you know, or whatever. Like, what's, what's, what? Is she a can-can girl? Oh, great. She's 64. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Random. And as a kid. You wouldn't really get involved in it. You might have a sheet over you with some eyes cut out or something, or you'd just have a, I don't know what you'd be, but you'd just sit in the corner, tired and sleeping. It was, I was going to say, it was the New Year's Eve was for the grown-ups. Yeah. It? it hadn't been, to, you know, I think kids had their Christmas day, yeah. uh, you know, Boxing Day yeah. as kids. And so I suppose this was the, the time for the grown-ups yeah. to do their grown-up things. And you'd just go to sleep on the coats. Yes. In the spare room. Yes. <laughs> it was always the why why did the coats have to go on the bed in the spare room? Why could the coats just not be hung up like coats? Well, because you had about six hooks. Do you remember those different multicoloured balls? There was like a blue, yellow, green <laughs> and so you'd have six hooks, forty three people, and you know, the walls weren't made of stern stuff. So you you'd hang up the first few and then the rest would have guffed up the stairs and you'd be told to take them upstairs. And you'd have like 83 duffel coats. There was only 40 people there somehow. Um, and you'd have to just go and sleep. And it would be on your bed, of course. So you just have to sleep on them. But it would be, I mean, this, this, maybe it's like a repressed memory that's coming back. But in art, we were so starved of entertainment. It was exciting to go and sit on somebody else's yeah. coat. Yeah, yeah. I'm just nestled in there. Or you just sit on the stairs and look through the banister at what's happening downstairs in the party. And just, you know, I was an only kid. And uh, sitting on the stairs was very weird because I grew up in a flat. But um, it was uh, just have a little look through, watching everybody having a party, you know, come down every now and again. And for about four seconds, the grown-ups would be entertained because you'd go, oh, James is here. And then they'd turn back to each other and get pissed. But, um, yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, but I never really jumped on board with the old New Year's Eve. It's always sort of. <laughs> so it makes you think about the year you've had and the year you're going to have, and you think, oh, no, what? <laughs> I, I think as well, though, the thing is, is that you get to a certain age 
where you just can't be asked. Literally, I've done so many New Year's <coughs> where you're struggling to stay awake. Yeah. To get to, I mean, you know, t- tell me if it's just me, but me and my other half, we're just ready for bed by 10 o'clock on New Year's Eve. I think when you've got young kids, it really feels like that. Yeah. Because they're often like bouncing until about eight and then they have a little snooze, then they're up a bit, then they snooze, and they have a deep sleep, then they're up for a bit, but they're in your arms and rested on your shoulder, and it's like, Christ, it's half nine. Um, <laughs> and, and, I mean, TV, you know, a bloody what's-his-face, Jules Holland and that hoop nanny nonsense yes. that's recorded in July. Um, that's silly. I think it's live. He, I think it's live. live. I think it's got live. got those people there. Um, uh, it's, um, you know, I quite like, I do like the countdowns. Did they do that in the 80s? Big Ben countdown stuff probably. I think did. So yeah, Big Ben's always been a countdown. Well, and you've dance. always had the um the in in New York there's always been that big ball thing that yeah. that drops down yeah. as well. Yeah, so that's nothing like it, is there? And um <laughs> Yeah, but now all that I mean, I would never go to London and see all that gubbins on the Thames with the London eye and all that swirling in the fireworks. It's nice to watch it on the telly, isn't it? But stand there eighty four people deep. In the freezing cold on New That's Year's. The Day. trouble is that in this country, I mean, last year I was lucky enough to see the New Year in in Australia. Wow! Which, if you're going to be outside watching fireworks, yeah, that is the time to do it. But yeah. in this country, New Year's Eve, along with fireworks night, is mm. at the wrong time of the year. It is. You want a warm summer's evening for yeah. New Year, so maybe we should start a campaign, rebrand it to move to to, to move New Year's to right, August. Yeah, and Christmas, and Christmas, and yeah. fireworks night as well. So all the outdoor stuff. Yeah. We'll do it when it's warm yep. and not raining or snowing and yep. freezing cold. Yep. And then, you know, a better time will be had by October to March. Don't do anything. Don't do anything. Stay indoors. <laughs> all, the indoor, all the indoor stuff, October to March. <coughs> yeah, I agree. Let's cancel um, October to March and then just come out of hiding like a dormouse. <laughs> um, and like Bagpuss. Uh, let's come out in, in April time when it starts getting a bit warmer. Um, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, you, we're if so New Year's Day, day after New Year's Day, you know, go back to school. What, what about fifth or sixth of January, didn't you? And um, uh, th- this this time is for discovering your toys, discovering all the bits and bobs, and uh, watching your parents recover from the mess. A whole house is a carrier mess. bags, big big black sackfuls of wrapping paper and all the bins overflowing. Yeah, because there'd be no bin collections. Oh yeah, not at all. No, but at least then the bin men would come down your path and get your bin. Oh, because they wanted their little uh, their little Christmas thank you, didn't they? They would. They'd come and they'd oik the bin over their shoulder. <laughs> you wear a cap, yeah. yeah. <coughs> carry it down. They wouldn't look in your bin to check if you've got some food in with your recycling or you're a bit of recycling in with your normals or your gardening in with your normal stuff and then lob it back in your garden and go like that. You're not emptying that. They'd just grab it, metal bin over the shoulder, give you the thumbs up lob it in the back of the bin, return it to whence it came. Now, I have to walk up and down the road to find my bloody bin because I haven't put it outside my house where I left it. And there's just so much stuff you can't put in the bin. Yeah, cats. You, can't, you, have, to take it, you <laughs> yeah. have to You have to book a special... Don't even get me started on having to book to take your stuff down to the to the tip. Yeah. You have to, you know, go online. Yeah. So I'd like to make an appointment to come and... And you get there... There's nobody, nobody there. there. Nobody there. Have to, I don't they just wave that. you through and go, go on in, mate. I've said, I've just spent half an hour to <laughs> it all in. You've got to check me on your list. 
I'm not coming through until you found me on your list, mate. <laughs> I'm busy watching The Office, actually. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Speaking it's... of watching The Office on the TV, shall we have a look and see what we got uh, to look forward to for New Year's TV? Oh, go on. Here we go. Let's see what uh, <coughs> new things we can expect to see. New Year's Day on ITV at 6.30, epic film entertainment when Omar Sharif heads an all-star cast in the story wow. of Dr. Zhivago. Later at 10.20, we join Wood and Waters. This is our orchestra, or to give them their correct technical title, The Lads. They were assembled in the usual fashion with me hanging out of an upstairs window in Soho in a half-cup bra with a megaphone. At 10.50, Elaine Stritch is involved with mysterious Christmas spirits. Does she know what you've got laid on for her on Christmas Eve? Not yet, no. Now, if you'll take my advice, you'll settle yourself in front of the fire with a good book. Mr and Mrs Antry will be back soon. Elaine Stritch, haunted by Christmas spirits. Part of an entertaining lineup. New Year's Day on ITV. Wooden Waters would yeah. be the uh, would be the one. Victoria, wouldn't you? Yeah. What a depressing lineup that was. Yeah. It would, that there was nothing exciting about that. And also the fact it's New Year's Day, but they're running something about Christmas. Yeah. On New Year's Day, they're doing yeah. like Christmas Eve programming. On New Year's Day. Quite strange, because yeah. Christmas was always way, and that was like, and here we are, it's, it's over. They've, they've used all the good stuff up, yeah, and they've just got the dregs, and I suppose they were hoping that everybody's going to be so tired and so hungover, yeah. that just as long Something as the telly's on, on the yeah. background noise. Yeah. There. I always thought that the, some of the shows that you'd watch for grown-ups always seemed to struggle to do the transition from theatre to TV, you know, because it was all, there were so many... <laughs> so many actors came from the theatre in the 50s and 60s to move into TV. And you look at some of those things there and, and there's some of their actions when they're glancing at the camera. <laughs> they think, oh my goodness, they're really overacting here because they've just come from the theatre, darling. And then when the 70s and 80s hit and they were moved, everybody moved out of theatres onto TV, you were watching something in there. This is ghastly. Just awful acting. Overacting. Yeah. But, like, but they don't need to. Yeah. You're fully lit. It's fine. Everyone can see you. <laughs> You're only six feet from the furthest person away. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Oh, what horrible, boring. I mean, New Year's Day telly now, at least, as we've said, you've got a thousand channels. You'll find something. I mean, all right, I might be from the 80s, but you get a better choice than that. I didn't. I mean, I didn't even know Wooden Walters did a show. No, I didn't remember it as well. Yeah. And, you know, to be honest, though, we had, we just watched what we were given. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Your four channels. Yeah. So it was a four, three or four. Four, four in the mid-80s. Yeah, yeah. mid-80s. So the, that was it. You know, what you, we had to just be grateful yeah. for what we were given. Yeah. Yeah, but to be honest, you'd sit there, you'd sit there and watch it, or if you had a remote and could mute it, you could mute it, have a chat, you know, or just turn the volume down. And, you know, it was a family gathering anyway, wasn't it, around the telly? So you'd often have a little chat as well, a little catch-up. There's a thing as well, isn't it? It's like the TV is like a, the other person in the room sometimes, isn't it? Because yeah. a lot of that nonsense that was, you know, to be blatantly you know, honest, was nonsense. You would watch with the volume down. Yeah. Just to have the flicker, to check the colours moving Fancy. around on the screen. Especially after the early 80s when you changed it from black and white telly. It was a real impressive uh, bit of decoration going on. <laughs> yeah, when did you get back? When did you get a colour TV? Do you know? I remember coming home from school. I couldn't tell you exactly what it was, but no, but there no announcement had been made. Oh, and I was just went into the into the into the sitting room, mm, we called it, of course. And um, there was a new telly, and one of the knobs on it was colour. 
and it was you sit you could turn the colour up and down and in at that time all I wanted to do was spend hours just turning the colour up and down. Why would you ever need you know, we don't need to adjust the colour. No. No, we never say, Oh, just turn the colour up a bit now. Yeah. Never never need to do that. No, no. But there there was there was you know, along with the the stations to watch and the volume, quite useful. How much colour would you yeah. like on your colour telly? Yeah, I know. If you if you go into your telly now, you can go deep into the menu to find a way of balance and brightness and saturation and God knows what and make it weirdly more intense. Uh, but yeah, I know what you mean. It's uh, can I just say that? I mean, uh, that big improvement from uh, when it was better in the eighties. There were no menus and sub menus. Yeah, you everything was there. It was just a great big fat knob that you turned <laughs> and that was that was it charming <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't have to if you wanted to change the channel you would go clunk or press yeah and that or would tune. be it. or tune tune it tune it through <laughs> go all white noise and then go there it is it's there stop <laughs> slowly turn it back yes it's funny i often wonder i don't know if you can do this with dab but the joy of being able to rewind you know, especially at our age, where you go, what did they just say? Because a lot of mumbling goes on yeah. telly, Andy. Um, and the wife's deaf and blind. So I'll be like, rewind it back, play it again. She still doesn't hear it. Re-record, not fade away. Just keep going back. You get it that time? Put the subtitles on, will you? Okay, fine. You can't do that with radio, can you? Not when you're in the car or anything. No, and just no. Think, just, what did they just say then? Rewind it. Once it's gone, once it's gone. Yeah. But they, I mean, the thing is, as well, I think they deliberately record things muffled now. As well, either that or my ears again. Yeah. But there is a on my telly. There's a thing where it's a if you go deep enough into the sub menus and you rewind and you go back ten seconds, it will say, "Do you want by default the subtitles to go on?" Yeah, because they know that if you're just rewinding ten seconds because you couldn't bloody hear what they were saying. Ah. Okay, yeah, maybe that's the help the aged telly or something you've got. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we should be focusing on more, some help the aged product. We need some definite, some devices, don't we? We're looking for sponsors. (laughs) If we're going to sponsor this show, sponsor us, help the aged. I'm thinking spec savers, I'm thinking thinking boots. Yeah, (laughs) I'm thinking rewind buttons. If you make rewind buttons for tellies. Yeah, yeah, and obviously at this time of year, you'd be taking down all your Christmas cards, um, which in the 80s we put on a bit of string. Uh, across your lounge, um, you probably had some fancy mechanisms, but we had we had just string. We had ribbon all around. Oh, That's yeah, fancy pants. But it was the it was the same. <coughs> it was the. Same. Are you finished? Yeah, sorry. It was the same. It was the same ribbon and the same cards that came out every year. So the kind of the cards would be on the posh ribbon. Oh God, that would be put away. In, with the cards still the on. Yeah, with the cards still on. Yeah, and then it would be rehung the next year. You take the cards off. I don't. I never got into the nitty gritty. <laughs> I was never into the. I was never involved in that. I was too busy making the paper chains. Of course you were. Of course you were. Yeah, yeah. We'd have strings and strings, and we'd sometimes we'd hang the strings vertically, sometimes horizontally. Uh, I don't know who decided which way they went. Um, and you know, I think that the last count when we got a proper amount of cards was 140 odd, something like that. I think this year we've got about 25. Um, so it shows that the the, the trend is dying off of sending Christmas cards. You know what's killing it? It's not the cost of Christmas cards or the hassle or the grief or that I've got no friends. Because we're lazy. Well, it's also the £1 bloody 10 or something for a first-class stamp. It's like, Jesus, I can get a pack of Christmas cards for a quid, yeah. but I've got to post them for over a pound each. 
I just don't want to, you know, no, nobody's worth that. See, I, well, I, I, I don't mind paying for convenience because one thing that has improved is now that if you want to post somebody a card but you literally can't be asked, you can do it all online. You go to Moonpig or, .com. you know, dot whatever. Funky. And they were funky, Rabbit. funky rabbit .com and they will, they will do. And I thought to myself, last time I sent somebody a birthday card, I'm paying five pounds mm. to send somebody a card. A card. But I don't mind paying that five pounds purely because it means I don't have to get off off my lazy ass <laughs> and go and physically post to put a letter. <coughs> We're all very lazy. I but... think that's and I think that is why yeah. people are so good at complaining now online. Back in my early days of being on the radio, yeah. if you wanted to make a complaint about something, you had to write a letter. Yeah. And you had to put a stamp on it and you had to post it in the post box to Dear say, points of view. I'm offended by this. Yeah. Whereas now, anybody can just go online yeah. and say, well, this has offended me. It's a lot easier as well to be negative, I think. It's very easy. Well, sorry, let me correct that. It's easier to get people to agree with you when you're negative. So if you say something bitchy or miserable online, you'll quite happily get 10 or 20 people jump on board and go, I agree he's horrible or that's nasty or don't agree with that if you say something positive nobody agrees with you because it's Why pleasant that? i don't know there's a lot of people ready to just be quite grumpy and it's maybe it's the new year's day feel <laughs> maybe it's the content of your show yeah that's it why do you keep complaining um, <laughs> you've you found me out <laughs> the thing is it's me posting negative stuff about me um but no it's um yeah it's, it's strange isn't it complaining it's very, people are quick to jump on the bandwagon of complaining, but not so quick to jump on the bandwagon of being positive and joyous. And I think at this time of year, Andy, you need to be positive. It should be our New Year's resolution, then we will be we encourage people to be more and more positive. Yeah, of course, and, and celebrate New Year's. Way. Oh, that was a good one, that. that was a good Displayed one. all over everywhere. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. One thing I always... When did the Xmas... When did Xmas happen? Instead of Christmas, do we know? No, when it turned into Happy Holidays, I think it was an American thing. So, nineties, eighties. I think it was nineties, the late eighties, because you had um, Home Alone was all about Christmas yeah. and about Happy Holidays, yeah, so much. But I think it's just I don't know to be honest. That X seemed to crop up during my childhood, I'm sure, at some point, and I don't get it because it's a cross, but it's not about the religious element, is it? But you don't replace Chris. With an X in any other thing, Christ, do you? His name is Christ. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Must be a bag of X's. It's just not, is it? It's my mate X. It's um, it's 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 weird. It's a weird replacement. Somebody will know. Somebody will know. Why are you replacing the Chris with the cross? Yeah, they'll 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 let us know if you want to communicate with us. As we always say, so many different ways of doing it, but yep. all those ways on BringBackTheEighties.podcast.com. Mm. Now then, I'm going to show you a little news clip of something to look forward to in the coming year. Oh, now, thank you. And um, we it is something we've talked about mm -hmm. about the way people have changed. So, oh. so have a little look at this and see if you see if you can put two and two together and see how um, how we've all changed and why that might be. Hello again, and welcome to another news round extra. Today we're going to look at the latest burger boom. It's just beginning, and it's a battle for the money that you spend when you pop out for a meal. It's a multi-million pound gamble, and whether it works or not depends very much on you. 
The once humble hamburger is the centre of it all. The burger barons are about to spend over £40 million this year on getting you and your families into what they call fast food centres. But for this massive investment to pay off, you've got to change the way you eat. It'll mean less home cooking and more trips out. And this is what you'll be buying whether you eat in the restaurant or take it away. Almost all the companies give out this kind of box with the hamburger inside and of course all the relishes inside the hamburger. The chips well they're called French fries and even they too come in special packets and it'll all cost about a pound. Well John's been finding out more about the British fast food revolution. So anyway that's where John Craver goes off to find out about the thing but this, <coughs> that that was just going into 1981 so that was at the end of 1980 going into 1981 and that was a program teaching us yeah. effectively what hamburger is you won't be fine me eating that rubbish son <laughs> that's what people were people were, were of, of our age group back then yeah thought it was disgusting yeah my nan did yeah she said I don't want all the relish I don't want all the pickles in this yeah I want to choose what I have in my burger and I want a plate I want a knife I and a fork that was it I remember the McDonald's opened in Haven in 1990 around 1990 just after my granny died and I remember my mum said to me at the time that your granny wouldn't would just thought it was awful because there's no plate and no knife and fork with your fingers like the poor people. Mm. Um, and we weren't rich at all. But, you know, that was the the, the the thought in her head would have been, this is just for, this is mucky. For, for poor people who can't just, afford what, plates. Why don't you yeah. eat and sit normally? And where are you walking off with it? You know, don't walk with it. Nobody eat. used to, nobody what used are you to doing? drive and eat at the same time. Even walk and eat. You know, you might have, you, you might have had some sweets in your pocket or a chocolate bar in your pocket that you'd eat or whatever. I remember at school we used to get detention if we were seen eating in uniform, just walking about the streets, um, because it was just considered to be uncouth or not 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 respectful. <coughs> but yeah, that in paper. <laughs> but what was that? What was that stuff called? Styrofoam. Oh, and all that sort of yeah. foam boxes and planet killers. It was just awful sort of feeling material. And we had the wimpy, hadn't we, for yeah. quite some time at this point. But with a plate. And cutlery and a serviette. And you could have the bender. Yeah, and whatever you wanted. <laughs> and it was allowed back then. <laughs> and a rubber that... bath afters. <laughs> yeah, but that that was revolutionary because, well, the price was great. Um, and we hadn't seen anything of the like. Yeah. Nothing. Just be able to walk in, and they're going to compete to, against each other for. I think it'd be really interesting if somebody can be bothered to like find a graph of the average weight of this country. Game. Yeah, and I think it will start in 1981. What was happening with burger fans and stuff? Did they before this point? Because burger fan was it pies more than burgers? It was, I think it was burgers, but they you they, it was never seen. Now it's like street food. Yeah, if it's a van, it's street food. Yeah, so it's great. But then. Burger vans were seen as very sort of working class yeah. for very builders very, and stuff, and you would expect the food from a van to be horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were not expecting great things at all. But no, with the with the you know your Mackey D's and whatever they were selling it to us as this is actually good. Yeah, food. And you're going indoors somewhere. Yeah, to sit down at a plastic table and have that in front of you um, as your treat. Um, <laughs> I mean, I remember as a kid thinking it was pretty special. I remember going into a McDonald's and thinking, this is wonderful. You know, the brown and cream tables mm. and the Hamburglar and different characters that would come out for birthdays and the play ball pits and the different random colours. The scary clown. The scary clown. Yeah, cloud. yeah. 
<coughs> but it was all very novel, all very American, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that's why we liked it because yeah, because it was American. Yeah, they'd had it for thirty years, but we're getting it now, and this is all very exciting. Um, and it, it was the tastes were so intense. Everything was so the, the tastes were so salty, so tomatoey, so full of so many different flavors together that you didn't have to put on yourself. And it was yeah, it was exciting. But I think it, it looking back, it looks well. What well, is a long time ago? Forty said, years ago. Somebody, please plot that graph. Let's yeah. just see what. Let's just see what happened. See if this is that's the answer. <laughs> the reason it's not beer, burgers. We're nearly at the end of this special extra New Year's Day edition yeah. of the Bring Back the Eighties podcast. I just like to um, give you, you know, as we end in our way of saying, please, you know, do go to the website, subscribe if you want to be a VIP subscriber, ninety nine p for all the extra good bits as well. This is how the telly closed down. I used to turn the telly off. Yep. This is at the end of 1981. And I think this is just so laid back, so quiet. <coughs> if you're a piece for this piece. <coughs> well, here we are at the beginning of 1981. And I do hope for you that it's going to be a good year. From all of us here at Granada, those of us working here tonight, and those of us who aren't, but who bring you your programmes 12 months of the year. We wish you a very happy new year, indeed. May you find all that you wish for in 1981. We'll leave you with a last look at the clock, and from me and from everyone here, a very good night to you. Good night. There you go. There's your last look at the clock. That is a nice look at the clock. And here, by <laughs> He's way, not wrong, is a special close down tonight. There's a piece of music from ABBA. It's a piece from their Super Trooper album, and it just about sums up the way we feel. It's called The Way Old Friends Do. So they're now playing an ABBA record with a picture of the clock. How about that? <laughs> well, <laughs> that was the end of the telly. If that's not enough to get, kick you into the new year, I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jesus. How low-key was that? How low-key was that? It's, it's almost like he's announcing the end of the world. Mm. He's like, oh, well, we've had a good run, haven't we? <laughs> Should we just leave it? Yeah. Well, thanks for watching. For everyone who's watching and everyone who's not. <laughs> what sort of phrase is that? <laughs> for everyone who works here, everyone who doesn't. <laughs> for everyone, that means. Yeah. Mate, um, if you, and we'll tell, you tell you how we're going to finish. So a good old look at my clock. <laughs> well, stand up then. I don't miss trousers. There we go. Here we go, Big Ben. <laughs> And all that bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> well, say thank you for watching. Oh. Thank you for listening. We are going to take a break for about a month or so. But if you want to pick up on all the extra little bits and bobs uh, for just the princely sum of 99p, bring back the 80s podcast.com for the VIP subscription edition. And we've been back towards the end of January with season two. Indeed. To bring back the 80s podcast. We'll Happy see you New next year. Time. Happy, Happy New, New Year. year. Thanks for listening to this week's edition. We'd love it if you could subscribe in your favourite podcast app. And don't forget, there's a video version on YouTube too. You can contact us using the links in the show notes and on the YouTube channel. And we'll see you next time for another edition of Bring Back the 80s.